cast out devils, I'll be don't know. It's a gift. When you're from a royal family, your authority is a gift. I hope you know that. Now, the reason you you maybe you go somewhere and someone's a manager, it may even be your brother that respects and fears you, but he's a manager of this company. Maybe he's the divisional manager of Shell. And he says, so who did this? He said, I'm sorry, sir. Go try that next time. Now, that authority is based on his position. It was given to him because of his position. By virtue of your position in Christ, you've been given authority. Female managers, they use authority. Male managers, use, because it's a gift. It doesn't have to do with muscle. So, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power. Say all the power. Now, that means if Satan comes in his full force, all the power of the enemy, and what did he say? Nothing shall by any means do what? I told that word nothing is ume. It's when you swear. Jesus said, I swear. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. And it's a gift. But have you received that gift? That any charm used against you will not work. Have you received that gift? Most of us have not received it. Because we don't have the revelation as a gift. So when I become a man of God and I become a big man of God, they will send me side to not walk. You know, we are see, we are see, we are see children. No. Behold, I give to you the authority. It's a gift. Have you received it? That when you use charms, this is in the fight against it doesn't work. It's when it becomes revelation that becomes a reality. Then you can walk in it. See, for many of us, this is just information. When it's revelation, it becomes reality. When it's reality, you can walk in it, and that's faith when you're walking in it. Look at verse 20. It says, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you. Notice that the spirits are subject to you. That means every evil spirit is subject to me. But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. How many of your names are written in heaven? Do you know that the ability to walk over all the devils in this world is less than your salvation? The bigger thing is salvation. But most of us wish one day to come and show juju nothing go do me and you're waiting for that day. But it says if you're saved, the least I can do to you is give you authority over devils. Mark 16 verse 18. Let's read 17 to 18. It says, and these signs shall come will, will follow those who believe. It says, in my name they will cast out devils. How many of them? Those who believe. It's a gift. They will speak with new tongues. Speaking in tongues is also a gift. Next. They will take up serpents and they drink any dead, anything deadly. If they drink anything deadly, it will by no means do what? Hey. He's telling you that, hey, if they poison you, you can't die from poison. They will lay hands on the sick. And what did he say? They recover. Faith is always based on a revelation. Number three, faith is based on a rhema from God or a direct word from God. So you got to have a word from God. A word. In Romans 4 verse 18, 
It says, who contrary to hope, in hope believed. You see, you are in faith when the situation is totally negative, but you still expect because your faith is your expectation. Faith is your blueprint. In hope believed, you're expecting it to happen so that he, he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken, so shall descendants be. So, which word do you have? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the rhema of God. Romans 10, 17. Which word, which word are you standing on? Which word have you received from God? That this is my word. Your rhema is your quickened word. I told them in first service about one of the wealthiest women in the world. And as life is built on two scriptures, John 10, 10 and Ephesians 3, 20. Where is your word? What is your word? For marriage, what is your word? For children, what is your word? For health, what is your word? For long life, what is your word? For prosperity, what is your word? For church growth, what is your word? What is your word? Do you have a word? Let me show you something about the Apostle Paul. And he had a word that is built his ministry on. Acts chapter 13. I want us to begin from verse 46. Then Paul and Barnabas grew bold and said, It is necessary that the word of God should be spoken to you first. But since you rejected and judged yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, be a return to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us. Notice. He's quoting scripture and says, So the Lord has commanded us. Which scripture have you embraced as your own that God quickened it to you? And it's so real as though God wrote that verse to you. Look at John 1.19. John 1.19. Now this is the testimony of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? Next. A confessor did not deny, but confess I'm not a Christ. And so that's why I said confession is not a denial. See, because the came and said, are you the Christ? He said, I'm not the Christ. Next. And he asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I'm not. Are you the prophet? He, said, he answered, no. Next. Then they said, who are you that we may give an who are you? Who are you? Identity. Who are you that may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? Who are you? What do you say about yourself? Do you know your, your confession will always be in line with your self-perception? Your confession will always be in line with your self-perception. You know, there are people who say, you know, from a poor family. Uh, that's the way they see themselves. You know me, I'm poor. You know, they, they say they don't have sense. It, it, what do you do? You see yourself. Your confession is an expression of your self-perception. Jesus confessed who he was. I can't deny who I am. I came from above. See that? Who are you? And what do you say about yourself? Son's leg has been healed right now. See? So who are you? What do you say about yourself? Now what do you say about yourself? You hear news for instance. They say people are going to die. What do you say? You reply the news. They are speaking their curse upon you. If any tongue shall rise against me, judgment, you shall condemn, you shall show to be in the wrong. So I say, people are going to die. And they say, no, I'm not going to die. My family is not going to die. Because nothing shall by enemies hurt me. You're saying about yourself. Oh, boy, fear yourself. Oh. They say, this one, they happen. Oh. What do you say about yourself? Oh, my going out is blessed. My coming in is blessed. What do you say about yourself? 
See, because it matters that you, you get into the word of God and get a rhema from God that defines who you are. In Hebrews 10 verse 7, they, I love the way Jesus put it this way. Look at what he said. So then I said, behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will. Notice I have come in the volume of the book to do your will. I have come in the volume of the book to do your will. 8 and 9. Watch this. Previous is saying sacrifice and offerings, bond offerings and offerings for sin you do not desire, nor have pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Now watch this. Then he said, behold, I am come to do your, your will. It takes away the first that he may start with the second. In other words, I've come to do your, Jesus said, I've come in the volume of the book. In other words, I'm going to live my life by what you say about me. And that's why when you watch the life of Jesus, when he studied the Bible, he said, that it might be fulfilled. That it might be fulfilled. That it might be fulfilled. Why? He was living according to the word. What is your word? The Bible talks of the Messiah, that when he comes, he will come into Jerusalem with a donkey. So Jesus said, go over to the village ahead of you. You'll find a donkey. He signs to his coat. Bring it. And he wrote in it that it's going to be fulfilled. See, it was regulated by the word. So what? See, finally, then the Bible says that I'm rich. Now, if I'm rich, then I need to keep my place neat. Because poor people are, they, they keep dirty environments. So I'm going to keep my place neat. Anything that looks like poverty around me, I'll remove it. I won't eat from the pot. I am rich. So I set my foot on the plate. See, it's a, are you following what I'm saying? See, do you really believe it? Then act like it. The Bible says you're rich. So where do you cut your hair? You find a cheap way to cut your hair. And when the guy finishes cutting your hair, he lines your hair like this. Now, your front of your hair looks like something else. The Bible says you're... Now, I'm not saying you look for the most expensive places. I hope you understand what I'm saying. But if you're rich, how would you comport it if you were rich? How would you eat if you were rich? You divide the meat small, 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 small. That's why you want to use them for rat poison. If you are rich, how will you eat? If you are rich, how will you give? Say, I'm rich. I'm rich. Your offering is five naira. You're not rich. You're broke. Are you following me? So you regulate your life by the word. And it's so important you know that. Hallelujah. All right. Let's go back to where we were, please. He said, for, for so, go back to John 9, John 1. John 1, we'll come back to Acts 13. He says, who are you that we give an answer to those who sent us? And what do you say about yourself? Look at verse 23. He said, I am the voice. Uh-oh. I thought you were quoting Isaiah. So the Bible says, by his stripes we were healed. It includes me because I'm part of those he saved. So by his stripes I am healed. It's to me. The Lord is my shepherd. The Bible called Jesus the, the bishop and the shepherd of our souls. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So because he's my shepherd, my days of lack are over. Are you following me how you do this thing? He said, I am. 
I am, he said, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am healed, I am well, I am rich, I am strong. Let the weak say, let the weak say I'm weak. The more you say you're weak, the weaker you become. So, you say, I am strong. The Bible says I am strong. Why are you feeling? Feeling pain. But the Bible says I am strong. You're not denying your feeling. So how's your leg now? Ah, the leg is getting better. Because the Bible tells me he is my strength. And will make my bones fat. So the Lord is healing my bones. See, you don't deny how you feel because someone say, I'll go talk now. So, how are you? I'm fine. You don't look fine, no. Eh, I don't look fine. But I am fine, no, if I don't. No, you don't look fine. Yeah, I may not look fine. I may not look fine, but I know I'm fine. Because the Bible says, are you getting what I'm saying? It must be based on the word. Are you following me? It says, I am. Say, I am. Paul says, I can do all things. Now, that's no longer Paul. Paul is gone. I, David Wannifesto, can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. Paul said, my God shall supply all your need. Paul is gone. I can tell you, my God shall supply all your need. Are you following me now? You see, you study it, it becomes your own in John 1 23 says I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness make straight the way of the Lord as the brother Isaiah said what Isaiah said it was me when the Bible says you shall see your children's children it was me when the Bible says your wife shall be a fruitful vine it was me when the Bible says the number of your days we shall fulfill it was me God fulfill it with long life. Will I satisfy him? Who is the him? David? No, David is gone. Moses? Moses is gone. Paul is gone. Me. And I will show him my salvation. I'm saved. So one way it shows me salvation is that it satisfies me with long life. Are you? Is anybody getting blessed out of this here today? Go back to Acts 13, please. For so the Lord commanded us. Paul, this is Isaiah's prophecy. This is Isaiah's prophecy, but Paul said, it was me God was talking to. It had become a word from God. See, when the word of God is quickened to you, that's your rima. See, the quickened word. Rima. The quickened word. A rhema is a specific word to a specific person at a specific time for a specific purpose. A rhema word is a word from God to a specific person at a specific time for a specific purpose. Now, listen to this. When you study the Bible and you get a rhema word, you need to keep on speaking that rhema word. Don't let it sleep. Because sometimes, when you let the rhema word sleep, it will affect your faith because that's the foundation of your faith. 
In Hebrews 2, verse 1, O King James. It says, let us give the more earnest heed. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which you have heard. There's any time we should let them sleep. So you can let it sleep. Don't let it sleep. So keep speaking your Rema word. The man says, I am. What is about? I am. Who are you? If I ask you now, I say, who are you? You say, I am A.B. A, 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 whatever from Barotoro. And my, my grandfather was the first chief of Barotoro. And uh, blah, blah, blah. all natural. Who are you? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Who are you? I'm a child of God. Who are you? I'm rich. Who are you? I'm strong. Who are you? I'm favored. Who are you? I'm blessed. Who are you? Who are you? I am a token or a bit. What do you call that name? You guys know what I'm trying to say. And so and so. I am from Banotoro. We are the first people when we, we pass over to the river, we are the first people that settle there. Your, your life is so natural. You see a white man, you're already nervous. Because you're so natural. But you know who you are. That you're a child of the almighty. A child of the almighty. Times no matter where I am, I will succeed. Who are you? Paul said, so the Lord commanded us. Acts 13, 47. So the Lord has commanded us, I have set you as a light to the Gentiles. Paul, that's, that's not you. Just as I said it. But it was his rhema. That it should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. Look at verse 48. Now, when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of all. As many as have been appointed to eternal life believe. Notice people started getting saved. People just getting saved. He had a rhema. What is your rhema for ministry? What is your rhema for marriage? What's your rhema for your children? What's your rhema? For your family. What's your rhema? Many don't have rhema. So there's no faith. So if the devil comes and says, I'm going to kill your wife. You're scared. When the devil comes, I'm going to kill your son. You're scared. But by the time you know, you will see your children's children. None of your children are dying young. What is your rhema? For your health, what is your rhema? It was Jesus entering that donkey that gave me a brand new car. That's how I got my rhema. I ain't give mail. Number four. Faith is based on a clear mental picture of what you want. Do you have a picture of what you want? Have you described it? Can you define it exactly what you want? A woman got married. And she went to the Lord. She said, Lord, what kind of man do you want me to marry? The Lord said, a tall man. Okay, what kind of job should he have? 
a medical doctor. She put it down. To the point that God gave them his nickname. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. And she's married to the man now. Specific. Clear picture of what you want. What kind of house you want to live in as a permanent house? Have you seen it? The Bible says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. You need a blueprint for your faith. Faith needs pictures. Hebrews 11, I believe it's verse 27. So by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the rod of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. You need to see something in the realm of the spirit. What have you seen? Have you seen you, yourself healthy? What pictures do you have in your mind concerning your future? Have you seen yourself get married this year? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? You may not even see the person's face, but you've seen, you saw your wedding. You saw it. You came out of the altar. You were joined. It was a happy day for you. You saw it. Faith requires clarity. There isn't many of you are not receiving. You're not clear about what you want. That's why Mark 11 verse 24. Okay, James says, what things whatever you desire. What things specific. Are you clear about what you want? How many members should be in your cell by the end of the year? How many members should be in your church by the end of the year? Are you clear about what you want? See? Because faith requires clarity. So faith needs, what is the picture I should get for you? See, that's why many of you keep wondering, year by year, nothing is working for you. Year by year, not because there's no clear picture you're going for. Now look at Habakkuk 2. Let me show you that. It says, I will stand upon my, I will set myself upon the ramp and I watch to see what he will say to me. I watch to see what he will say unto me. And what I will answer when I'm corrected. Next. The Lord answered me and said, write the vision. Listen to this. Write the vision. Make it plain upon tablets. And he may run and read it. Do you have a picture? The word there refers to a picture. A mental picture. Do you have a mental picture? Have you written down what you want for this year? Is there a mental picture of what your life will be like by the end? Do you have it? Have you described it? And leave. In a two-bedroom apartment, you'd write, describe how the house is. Describe what is inside the house. Describe it. Stop playing on the keyboard, please. You describe it. That's why many don't achieve, don't go anywhere. There's no destination. There's no expected end. No expected end whatsoever. When is your expected end? Where is your expected end? None. Even God declares the end from the beginning. He's a faith God. 
and he wrote down the book of Revelation. He wrote the end. Have you written the end of this year? What did you have by December? Have you described it? If you don't do it now, you get to December and have nothing. To see the same old year, the same old house, the same old car, nothing has changed in your life. See, my life is not changing though. Yeah, because there's nothing God has to work with. There's no blueprints. God can work with. You have no blueprint. There's no picture. You see that? You see why God needed to show Abraham the stars? And said, count the stars in Genesis 15 verse 5 to count the stars. He wanted to mark his mind. And what happened when he saw the stars and God said, so shall he be and Abraham believed in the Lord. See, if you don't have pictures, your faith will be wavering. You need to sit down and imagine it. Imagine your health. Imagine you, you were pregnant. Imagine it. How big was the pregnancy? Imagine it. You see yourself, this, the pregnancy is so big. And people say, ah, this is your belly bigo. Imagine it. Now faith has blueprint. You know the Bible says you are a fruitful vine. You know the Bible says children are the, the are heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. You've gotten from there. You take that scripture, you meditate upon it until you see yourself as the fruitful vine. See, because it is when you meditate, you'll be able to observe to do. You'll be able to see into it's that meditation that changes your inner picture. In Joshua 1.8, you meditate, you take the verse. You look at it. I am rich. You look at it. You meditate. Then you will to observe. You will to see into. It changes your inner picture. Many of you, you know so much, so much, so much information. A little revelation because revelation you start seeing yourself in the light of it you no longer see yourself poor in your dreams you're no longer paling kenu in a poroma you're no longer in the in the, in the speedboat casting fish in brass you're seeing new pictures you're seeing yourself speaking And you're looking at what is happening. You've seen a new thing. Because you looked into the word. And God said, kings shall be your nursing father. And queens, your nursing mothers. In your dreams, you're always amongst rich people. You've changed your inner picture. Because most of our dreams you see in the 90s are inner picture. We have filled our head, our conscious mind with information. Our subconscious mind is filled with the garbage of our past, the pain of our past. So the guy that raped you, see raping you in the night, you're having nightmares of the rape again and again because you allow that to define you. You see, think about it. You see, you see, contemplate it. You see, no, change it. Get into the world. Change that picture. Begin to count the stars. 
Once that picture is born in your heart, faith is there. That's why Mr. of God said, this is God's drawing book. For it will draw your future. That when you see it, something happens. You look at it. See my children's children. You're there. And you see love. And her husband. The lovely three children. Have you seen it? That's why your life is going around in circles. There is no destination in mind. You are a graduate. You have your BSc. You have your MSc. But this is your life. No. It's time to dream. Where are we going? Take a notebook and write what the end of the year looked like. Describe it. Then imagine it. Now you see why Jesus, what he said, the Son of Man will be delivered to the Gentiles. He'll be killed. He'll be buried and he'll rise again the third day. He'll be killed, rise again the third day, rise again the third day. Rise again. Why? He was seeing it. Have you seen your own future? If you can't see it, forget it. You may cry and cry and cry and cry and do it out. You have to see it. That's why every time God likes changing people's pictures, changing their pictures, changing their pictures, you mighty man of valor. Why did he call him mighty man of valor? Because he sees himself as a chicken. Because if he can change that picture, he has changed his future. By your heads for a moment. Begin to imagine the end of the year. What was your end of year like? Imagine it. What was the end of year like? What was your Christmas like in 2021? The future belongs to those who plan for it. The future belongs to those who prepare for it. If you can see it and dream it, you can be it. You can do it. You can have it. Your mental picture is a blueprint for your future. See the end of the year. Single sister, were you married? Can you see your husband? You may not see his face. Young man, are you married? What car are you driving? How is your spiritual life? Are you praying? What can you see? 
Father, I brought your word to your people and thank you for confirming your word, Father. Confirming your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Talk to the Lord. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Biogulu, Yenegua, Bioso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003 382 7072 or 005 120 4708. God bless you.